When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever dog. Okay, hello. Hello, 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 absolute hello. Oh my god. You know what it is, baby. It's a motherfucking Friday episode of yeah, Iconography. You're at the diner, we're serving up a Friday special, and it ain't no chowder. It's an episode of a podcast. <laughs> and it's our podcast. It's ours. I'm Olivia. And I'm Io. And this is Iconography, where we take you through celebrity culture, you know, every week, but... This this Friday episode, well, this is just a little special one for you and us. And <laughs> that's it. That's it. No one else is listening to this. That's why it's special, us. okay? So do you get why it's special? Olivia and I talk shop, but pressing shop. We talk laundromat? Huh? Where is this going? This is haberdashery. This is haberdashery. And you get to listen to our broken little brains in a in a sort of intimate setting a, yeah. a 30 minute podcast <laughs> 40 for quote unquote 30 minutes we, yeah <laughs> we're gonna well let's be quick today let's, let's try for 30 let's, let's really try for 30 for those of you who have a short commute happy friday here you go, here you go. this TV? one's for you olivia let's talk celebrity Burst in with the hot tops justin bieber got married okay again mazel mazel he's uh, very christian certainly so no one said mazel at this wedding it absolutely was not in palmetto bluffs south carolina so scary uh a breezy commute from savannah georgia if that is kind of like the energy you can imagine i love that part of um, you um did you See that he wore a Lacoste polo to his rehearsal dinner? I didn't see that. It really kind of... Okay, so imagine Haley Baldwin in like a gorgeous custom Vivian Westwood mini dress and then Justin Bieber in like khakis and a Lacoste polo. So heartbreaking. It's like that... Um, that's what happens. Ultimately, it's like heterosexual culture. (laughs) And also like marrying somebody when you're like... 22 and 25 oh my god wait i was looking at their pictures and they truly look like children yeah they are children she is also like it's because she's a model and we've seen him go through puberty eight times (laughs) that we like forget that they are both babies he's 25 and she's 22 she's literally 22 olivia like imagine us getting married no like before like in any record like even no two days before right now you know what i mean like 22 is like illegal no i truly like i this also happens when i see like people from my high school get married and i'm like what but we're all babies this is why and i'm like straight up googling like can i drink on this like yeast infection antibiotic and you can't but you will and i can't but i will and that's why i cannot get married right now and neither should Haley baldwin it's so bad for people to be hot and i've said it before and i'll say it again this wedding was only further proof 
Whereas, like, every, I mean, everyone just, everyone just so unwell during this wedding. She also had a bedazzled jacket that said wife. Okay, wait, no, there was a lot of bedazzling. There was, like, a bedazzled champagne bottle. Like, it's. People were wearing lots of sparkles. It's so annoying when rich people are tacky. It's. You know? Yes. (laughs) No, it's annoying when rich people are tacky and it's annoying when rich people are ugly. It's like you can fix both of those things. Um, the fact that you won't and that you just amass wealth and take jets with your ugly little face. It's like, <laughs> do me the service of being hot. Also, do me the service this of is, putting out another album, Justin. This is what... Silence since purpose? This is what Fridays for Futures are all about. Is making Is holding the wealthy accountable and making sure that they stop looking tacky. Kylie's dress was horrible. Oh, of both... She and Kendall... Both wore, like, sh- weird, like... Yeah. Well, Kendall's just... Kendall was a... What's up with the waist? That's also, like, the whole waist thing. I'm over it, man. I'm over, like, waists being small. Waist culture? Yeah, waist culture is toxic. Um, But fa- I think they kind of famously don't have a prenup, though. So, like, shout out to Haley. <laughs> like, listen. Getting that, that, getting that cash. Sweet, sweet. Because they're going to be, quote, unquote, together forever. Maybe yeah. they will. Maybe we're being too cynical about this. Maybe they're like truly gonna, you know, die holding hands like on the Titanic. Oh, I don't think they're gonna divorce. Ever? Um, I think they could separate, but um Oh, because like the Christian Exactly. Thing? When my mother and my father met, my mother famously said, I don't believe in divorce. And my father said, I don't either, and they haven't divorced. Well, so powerful. <laughs> okay, it happens. Um, they cry a lot too, so like, I think they'll just be crying together for a while. Oh, they love to cry together. And their friends love that they're together. Yeah, I guess we're, you know, let's swing back around. Pro pro this union. Uh, you don't have to bend because of me. If you're anti, remain I'm anti. I'm anti. I just don't think anyone should get married before they're 27. If you hate what God has anointed, then then remain on the side of Satan. God, I, would, I wonder, like, which Bible verse versus... Or like read, like which passages got read? Do you think they did Corinthians? They probably did a Corinthians. They probably did a sort of like uh, Adam had Eve made out of his rib. Mm. So man and women are always together. That's a classic. <laughs> I think they probably did something like maybe Justin slid in something from Song of Solomon. Because that's like, that's a, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, a horny chapter of the Bible. That's the sexy chapter. Wow. So... You know, mazel to them, mazel to love, mazel to life. But also in the in the way of the Bible, mazel to writing. It's a it's a hot week for writing. It's a hot week for writing. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I love nothing more than when um, a publication has a celebrity write about another celebrity. The time one hundred is great for this. Yes, Oscar season is great for gorgeous this. for that. And that leads us to. Timothy Chalamet's little essay about uncut gems. Monsieur Chalamet on the Safdie brothers, if you will. Um, it's cool to 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 um, read when writing is bad. It's so bad. It really is like it feels like um, you start with your intro and then you move to the body and then you have your conclusion. It, and it's- no, the energy was very like Merriam-Webster's dictionary defines a movie <laughs> as a motion picture. Like no other picture makes me feel more motion than that of the Safdie brothers. I remember when I first watched my first Safdie brothers film. It made it's, me feel that part 
is funny because he's talking about daddy long legs and he's like, NPR said that blah, 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 blah. And then Uncut Gems has the same. It's deeply the energy of like a high school thesis when your cool professor is like, all right, you guys are going off to college. Well, I'm going to show you how to write a thesis. Yeah. And it like starts with like, have you ever been to a fancy party with Josh and Benny Safdie? And then the conclusion like brings that motif back. Um, I just think like maybe, you know, we can keep this tradition alive, but celebrities should just hire ghostwriters. Yeah. You're mad that you Oh, I'm obviously mad that I didn't get to be Timothy Chalamet's ghostwriter. If anyone has that hookup, if Timothy wants to like get into quote unquote writing, um, I'll do it. Huh. I'll I'll take on that mantle. Okay, wait. Have you also noticed that Timothy is really getting into doing the woe for like? I was just thinking about it. <laughs> I was literally just thinking about it. Where he played this with dabbing previously, and now yeah. he's addicted to the woe. Do you think Timothy's on TikTok? I think he must be stopped. There. I think he. I think he must be stopped as soon as possible. I don't think he has any like black female friends. Oh, absolutely not. No one's like, what are you doing? No, no one is calling him like a white boy. In, like, a kind of derogatory way enough. Or, like, in a way that he finds derogatory. Mm. It's not just, like, you know, like, Kid Cudi being, like, ah, you're my favorite white boy. It's, like, someone needs to say it with some some vigor. <laughs> a little vim behind it. A little vim. A, a little, little chest vigor. behind it. Why not? Yeah, it's too much for me. You know what isn't too much for me? The law. Yeah, that's right. Ding, ding. Bring ding da dong dong scatula It's time for Io's Anglophile Angle. That's right, we head over to my homeland. <laughs> England! The United Kingdom! <laughs> yes, because we've got to talk shop, and that's with a P-E at the end of it. <laughs> Ye old shop. Yeah, um, my absolute boy and girl. Harry and Meghan. His Royal Highness and the Great Duchess herself. They're suing him! The mail! This is really hard for us as two people who love Harry and Meghan and also love the Daily .uk. They're suing the parent corp. They're suing the mail for, like, lying. No, it's not for lying. It's because um, the for Daily me. Mail published a letter yes. that Meghan handwrote to her father and where she was like, it's like a really sad letter. No, it's like it's there's like, no tact at all. And no. it's, it's also like, it's so, it's so, it's so insane. It's sad. It's ultimately so sad, but Harry's letter, like Harry's like press release. Yeah, King. Talk, okay, here. And talk here, about it, King. Talk, no, I'm just, good writing from a, a famous person. Yeah, but he went to school. I know he went to school. And Timothy Chalamet went to LaGuardia. <laughs> LaGuardia, not school. They only teach you how to read for, 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 for like, reading scripts. Like, English <laughs> for scripts. You can only read in, like, Courier. <laughs> like, you can't read another font. <laughs> Your eyes are like, oh, I don't, I don't know what's going on here. As soon as it's like aerial, yeah, it's like AP interpretation. There's like no actual, uh, like useful skills taught no. there, and we know that because we all saw fame. Listen, my boy Harry, yeah. Yeah, when he, he brought in Diana? Yeah, I'm sorry. Bringing Diana into the narrative? I'm sorry, we're talking England, babe. The pen is absolutely mightier than the sword. I'm sorry. <laughs> the pen said, sing, sing. <laughs> the pen said, <laughs> And obviously it's like, 
they're gonna win i feel yes. like there's yes. it's so like because this is not something where you you know no. can get a jury of your peers or whatever the english equivalent is. but like public opinion is so yes obviously on the side of like what the paper did was yeah. fucked up it is like a part there i mean they're just like so, so much of like british media also not so much but like enough of like very loud british media has just been so like horrible and their treatment of Megan and like yeah. very obviously like racist. racist and to get them or to see them have some sort of comeuppance yeah it's, it's a like little, it's good it's a little proper I don't think it's like so far because nobody's been like ooh, this is bad for journalism right no no also because they it's like it's not one of those things where you can be like we were publishing this because it's like it's not like a gawker situation yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. like a hulk hogan sex tape okay. it's like in england it's like a letter writer right. owns the right to their yeah. letters and, and so not... they literally broke the law okay, to great. publish it yeah it's not like a question of like journalistic integrity right. it's like no megan owns the copyright on a letter she wrote. Okay, so, like, if I just keep making, like, sly insults to Mark Wahlberg on my Instagram, like, he won't be able to sue me. I don't know if that's how Okay, and, like, when works. I, like, release his, like, taxes and his social security numbers, he also won't be yeah. able to sue me. Yeah. Um, it's just, like, you journalistic. You can release his taxes. Okay, it's journalistic social integrity Social Like, his personal text mark. messages to me saying, stop talking Oh, that's legal. On my Instagram. That's totally legal. Okay, nice. If he sends you a text message, yeah. I think you can... I think we're cool on okay, that. Okay, great. Oh, do you hear that? Oh my god, what the hell? I think it's a bell. Oh my god. Oh my god, it's like three bells. It's oh my so many god. bells. Oh my god. Oh my god. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. This is time for the stock market. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's Celebrity Stock Market, the segment where we take celebrities and we treat them like the goddamn meat and money that they are. We buy, we sell, we hold celebrities because at the end of the day, that's what they are, baby. They're the trades. They're Forbes. It's capital. They're the dailymail.co. It is the dailymail.co.uk and we hope they don't go under because no. of this because that would be kind of bad. Because then it's like, it's like, what? I'm reading the sun? Get out of my face. I did have to, I did have to read um so many different article british articles to figure out what was in the letter yeah because they were really being tactful about not publishing it so tax. um shout Such out to people. the guardian for I'm hooking it up and being it like down. this is what the letter was about and I was like, thank you i who are you gonna buy this week olivia this week i'm buying none other than the don himself i don't even think he calls himself that i just picked it <laughs> I'm buying Skepta. Okay, we're a continuation of Io's Anglophile angle. It's actually crazy. Actually, this. This is like really. This is yeah. a British stock market. I know. I should take a vacation. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> I'm buying uh, none other than Skepta himself. Skepta is a British rapper, and yes. if you haven't listened to British rap, honestly, keep it going. It's. There's, it's Nothing. A lot of grime. You don't have to. If you're gonna listen to grime, I guess listen to Skepta. But there's nothing for you there. No. Remember when Zadie Smith was horn? Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Absolutely (laughs) horn. Okay. Okay. 
We'll get to like the things Skepta is in the news for right now, but we're gonna take a little a little trip to say if you haven't read Zadie Smith on Skepta pause. at Glastonbury, pause. pause this fucking podcast and Google it. It's in the New Yorker. And Zadie Smith went to Glastonbury and saw Skepta and was like, the young black king has arrived. That's a fucking queen. Ma'am said, give me my money, fly me out from my New York University little teaching situation, fly me out home, I'm going to see mom and dad on Thursday and Friday, I'm going to show them the baby, then I'm popping over to Glastonbury and I'm getting horn as hell. She's horny as hell and also is like... No, she's like Yas Queen. She's, she's like, like Yas Queen and Skepta. It's so crazy. She treats him like the second coming. It's like really not well. And it's the best thing I ever read. So it's, it's sort so of like, funny. I was like, who's able to make Madam Zadie this horny? Or sort of putting a pin in it. Yeah. He's hot as hell. But He dated Naomi Campbell. I was going to say it yes. after. He did date Naomi Campbell. But this week, he's in the press for kind of dating Adele? We don't have any proof other than like a source, but I believe it. I believe every of course, single source. I believe every single source. Name one time a source. No one has ever lied. Bitch, you ever heard of Deep Throat? That's a, a source, source, bitch. <laughs> a source. Bitch, Deep Throat is a source. It's every source yeah. is Deep Throat, essentially. Yes. I, yes. It's of that magnitude. Deep Throat um, broke this. I I think Adele and Skepta is like really cute. I like that they're both from the same town. I think it's like I, I think, think it's fun. I think it's fun. I just hope they like fuck each other and then like yeah. text every now and again when one does something good. Oh my god. I don't think this is like a relationship that's gonna like stand the test of time. Like Adele just got divorced. Oh, you know what? <clears throat> this is I mean, then you're just asking for a rom com setup with that conversation. Oh, do you think they'll... You're being a naysayer. I, I am naysaying a lot of people's relationships this week, but, you know, I think she's fresh of a divorce. I think she's, like, a fun woman. Oh, yeah. Looking to, like, hang out. Yeah, no, when Jennifer Lawrence gets a hold of this, she's gonna be like, we have to go we have for to go. drinks! Oh, my God. <laughs> Come get drinks with me and cook! Let's get fucking drunk! Oh! <laughs> you need to fuck off! <laughs> um, Isn't that not what she sounds like? Is that yeah, like that's flawless? A, that's a flawless J-Law. Thank you. Where do you stand on Skepta Adele? Are you pro? Are you con? I think, I think I, you know, I, I think they're going to fuck for a little. Yeah. I hope they remain friends. I. <laughs> that's what I hope. I think it's also, like, this is a good buy for Skepta because I feel like a lot of people are going to be like, who? Yes. And it won't stick with most of those people. No. But it will, you know, swell the fan base a little exactly. bit. There must be some overlap. Exactly. And also, I'm like, okay, what's the, like, Skepta's got a great personality, maybe? I think he must be or incredible in bed. Well, that part. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, to, like... Both Naomi and Adele. It's like such a great, it's like interesting. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. What's the vibe? What's what's up? What's the deal? So I want to like, know. So I was like, what's your type? And Talent? And that is the hottest thing of all. And uh, that, honey, A man who loves talent. A man with discerning taste, we buy. We always buy. We absolutely buy. Aesthetic and taste are the two most important things to me and Io. And it's true. And it's true. And it's simply true. Olivia, who are you buying this week? Um, this week I'm making a buy, not based on personal preference at all, but based on, you know, the people in the streets Olivia, clamoring. In, in the biz, we call this the greatest buy of all. Yeah, this is all about money. And so I am buying Margot Robbie uh-huh. based on that 
freaking Birds of Prey trailer, which, okay, let me tell you what the full title of this movie is per the trailer. It's called Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Um, one thing that I will say is that, so um, some of you might know I'm a writer and often as a writer, you get brought in to do punch-ups. And I was in a punch-up for seven weeks um, for this title mm-hmm. of the film. Um, some other previous attempts included um, Birds of Prey and the absolutely go off, yes, queen, you're set free of Harley Quinn. Um, some also, that didn't hit. That um, wasn't. I and I pitched it twice, is what I'll say, <laughs> and it was like kind of weird because I was like, "This is good." Um, and the um, absolute uh, uh, fly like an eagle of Harley Quinn. You know, like some yeah. really cool examples. And I just think it's weird that they went with this. You were also in the room for a half day, right? I was, yeah. I remember one that you were talking about. Yeah, it was um, Birds of Prey yeah. and the, uh, what is it? What was it? It was, it was like the unexpected virtue of yeah, being of- Harley <laughs> Quinn. And someone was like, I think someone already did that. And I was like, no. no. Yeah, and no. I remember being like, I think you're wrong. Um, yeah, I also remember doing one, Birds of Prey, um, Gone with the Quinn. I remember oh, doing that one. Oh, that one was one. funny. Yeah, I remember doing that one, and they were like, no, that's weird. And I was like, okay. I, the vibe was really the, bad. No, I did one that was like, Birds of Prey, it's all ladies this time. And no one wanted that. I know, I remember. Yeah, I did, um, and do you remember when, um, when, well, Bill Burr was in the room, mm. and he, uh, pitched, uh... Birds of prey, um, too fast, <laughs> too, too pray, <laughs> too pray, too fast, too pray. And um, I said, no, it sounds like you're saying too fast to pray with an A. And he said, yeah, because it's about, uh, it's a Christian a movie now. And we were all like, the movie's Whoa. done. Yeah, we were like, the movie's done. You're not even like Christian. It was like weird vibe. Like the whole room was off. It was so crazy. And they fired all of us and I guess they picked it on their own, so. Um, I will say it's, it's also like. We have the Emancipation of Mimi, the Mariah Carey album. Like, you can't call something the Emancipation of something. Like, whatever. Can I say something? Yeah. The Emancipation Proclamation, bitch. Never heard of it. Oh. I think it's like a book. Cool. (laughs) Anyway, buying Margot Robbie because people are horny for this movie. I have never... My admission on the pod is that I've never really gotten Margot Robbie. Like, I don't... I know that that's a really unpopular opinion, but it's never, like, hit for me. I will say that the one time I was like, I got it, was when I first watched The Big Short. I saw her in the bathtub. Because I was like, oh, she's hot. (laughs) But then I rewatched The Big Short, and I was like, I don't like you anymore. Why did that change? It's something... It's also like... And here's what I will say. If I go out for anything that her production company has written or produced... We Margot, stand. Margot Robbie we is Yes love. Queen. Margot yes. Robbie is 24 and Yes Queen. <laughs> Margot Robbie, of course, born in 1990. I believe that yes. to be true. That's a fact. Margot Robbie is younger than me and she's awesome. She's a baby. Margot Robbie is Gen Z and we Mar- love her. Anyway, <laughs> my advice to you is to buy some Margot Robbie mm. because it's going to be a good return on investment. Yeah. People are going to flock to this movie because it's going to be like... Oh, DC's, like, women, it's it, Rosie Perez, like, people are going to love it. It's going to make Obviously. a ton of money. I just want to hear you 
I just want to hear you not stand by women. I just needed to listen. I just need to listen yeah, a little. Yeah, you know I hate women. <laughs> it's true. A lot of people know that. Speaking of hating women, just kidding. I, who are you holding this week? This week, I'm holding somebody who I've loved for a while. Partly because I project on her a lot. Mm-hmm. And Bay, yeah, she's from over yonder. She's from our mother country. It's Letitia Wright. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Letitia Wright, our mother country. Yeah. I really do love projecting on her, though. So good. She <laughs> rocks. Tell me about Letitia. Okay, yes, uh, she's going to be starring in an adaptation of Agatha Christie's book, Death on the Nile. Guess who's writing, directing, and starring? Or wait, just directing and starring? <laughs> Mr. Kenneth Branagh. Our sir. guy. Sir, if you sir will. Sir Kenneth Branagh. Absolutely knighted by the fucking Great British Order. Whatever. Um, this is going to be fun, maybe. Okay, here, yeah. I have some hesitations, which yes. is that this is technically um, a sequel to Kenneth Branagh's Murder on the Orient Express, which is Not hot. a flop Not hot. that stars Johnny Depp. And you. so we have to kind of be a little... No, I think it's no, I think it's good because he only has good people in it, like Gal Gadot and Russell Brand. <laughs> no, famed horndog Army Hammer. <laughs> Uh, uh, the greatest foot fetishes since Tarantino, Army <laughs> Hammer. Army Hammer. Um, but good for Letitia for booking. Yeah, get the, get the freaking... I think that's great. Get the res padded. Also, and get Kenneth to be like, whoa, yeah, young talent. I think working with Kenneth is probably going to be incredible She's going to learn so She's much. She's going to learn so much. And I'm happy for her. And we'll see what's next. Kenneth also, like, good director sometimes. Yes. We've all seen, we've all seen the Shakespeare. We know he's a king. Oh, he's so good in Henry V. He's so good. And it, like, honestly, I mean, just one of the greats who can both act and direct. It's not easy. You know what I forget all the time is that he directed a Thor movie. What? Yeah. Kenneth Branagh directed the first. The first one? I think the first Thor movie. That's. Isn't that of, crazy? That, that first, that first Thor movie is Shakespeare. And so, and so it all comes, of, back, it all to comes back to the bard. <laughs> and Olivia, the greatest bard of all. Mm. Holding. Who are you holding? Uh, I am holding one Miss Lady Gaga. Mm. Uh, mostly because she's been acting out on Twitter in a way that feels weird. Yeah. But also, I think like my secret theory here is that she is like, um, just like, she's hired someone to tweet like someone who's like on Twitter a lot uh-huh. so that people are like, what is Gaga up to? And do exactly what I did and go to her page and realize that she has a makeup line coming out okay. in like the coming month. Okay. Like, I think it's all like a press thing. Yeah. But I also think it could backfire. Cause if she just like, you know, when a celebrity like gets on, on Twitter, this is the thing. It always goes poorly. The You're whole, always going to put your foot in your mouth. The whole point of being famous is to delete Twitter. We have we will say it time and time again. How many times do you people need to hear it? I really think we should just be consultants for rich people. I would have a good it's life. Like, it's like you can't you don't have to be tacky. You don't have to be on Twitter. Like let me make your life better and charge you a thousand dollars an I'm hour. Gonna, like to God just have like so few opinions. Yeah. Like just like let your brain be free. This would be so easy. Don't put like God damn. We have we really fucked up by being like celebrities have to use their platform. It's like no. We messed up in a lot of ways, but yeah, it's not good. Just shut up. (laughs) (laughs) 
me whenever I see Chris Evans tweeting about the president. I'm like, oh, baby. Just look good. <laughs> Just look good for mama. Shut <laughs> up and look good oh. for mama. Um, anyway, I'm holding on Gaga because I don't really know what's going on with her. Oh, she said that she was going to name her next album Adele, Adele which kind of funny. <laughs> like, if it's a joke, it's kind of funny. Is she funny? Did you watch Five Foot Four? I didn't watch Five Foot Four. I didn't either. Um, I did watch her Vogue 73 questions, which is kind of funny. She is kind of funny. I think she's like a little freak. Oh, she's absolutely a little freak. And you know what? We went to the same school as her. We both, we all attended NYU. <laughs> it's crazy. I did because she's older than us. You so. live in the, in the greatest city in the world, and you just end up a little monster. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I, who are you selling this week? This week, I'm selling one enormous fucking monster. It's like Todd Phillips. Oh, he's annoying. I think that we even have to talk about. He's this. so annoying. Boo, boo. I want to find his like full quote about comedy because yes, please. It's just insane. And also annoying is like the reaction to it, where everyone is just like listing all of the good comedy. It's like you don't have to. He's not going to listen to you. Todd Phillips says. Was was like someone was like, Why are you doing the Joker? Why did you like pull away from comedy? And Todd Phillips said, Go try to be funny nowadays with this woke culture. There were articles written about why comedies don't work anymore. I'll tell you why. Because all the fucking funny guys are like, fuck this shit. I don't wanna offend you. It's hard to argue with thirty million people on Twitter. You just can't do it, right? So you just go, I'm out. Just like none of that is true. Yeah, I mean like it's like, it's just, whenever guys like that get upset, and sometimes it's women, but for the most part, it is guys. It's like, you're mad that you're being challenged in this form, and that yeah. you're asked to just craft a different joke, or craft a better joke, or craft a joke that's actually a joke. Like, I'm sorry that paging Dr. Faggot doesn't stand doesn't, the test doesn't, of doesn't time. Like, I'm, I'm so sorry that it <laughs> doesn't work anymore. It's like... The whole thing about being a comic and being a funny person is being able to read the room. You're not the arbiter, like your audience is. That's literally what it is. And if you want to write things or make jokes that people are saying aren't funny anymore, then do it. Just know that people people are gonna don't want it. It's like supply and demand, dude. Like you got like you know now it's like it's so crazy to like watch the arc of him being like. like on this grand scale be like no people don't like my like horny boy movies anymore and then to make the literal like incel movie yes, of the year sir. like yes. do you not see what you're doing and Tom? here's the thing no he doesn't of course not because they never it's do much easier not to and to like be upset that everyone for, <sighs> like i don't know it's just not it's like it also reminds me of the shingles thing where like i remember seeing this tweet that's like it's so easy to not say slurs it's, it's so easy it's so easy to just it's actually it's easier than you think to just do other things comedically you know if something isn't working if people aren't wanting it like there's other jokes to be had there's other fun to be had that's also actually fun and it's like yeah okay wow like you're complaining that it's like oh society's changed like pc culture it's yeah. like 
marginalized voices are actually being able to be represented for the first time and so they're like we didn't like that we never did we just couldn't say anything yeah it's that's the whole thing is like oh you're just mad because we all figured out that you weren't actually right that funny right in the first place i i yeah called you out on it and like yeah maybe we're not saying anything new but i think it is worth being said it's fucking annoying I'm selling him, and I've wanted to sell him since I was in high school, and I had to go on a date to see a Hangover movie, and I didn't want to, and then... Which and then Hangover movie? I think number... Whichever one had the Thai prostitute in it, where you <sighs> see... I don't know. She's a trans woman, and she also has, like, a, a penis, and they show you the penis, oh, and that, like, that's, the like, the joke. And I remember sitting next to this fucking guy, and we had to share a Mountain Dew because it was his favorite soda, and he was Ew. laughing so hard. Ew, and this so, is so toxic. That's why I'm selling Tone Phillips, oh because I've never forgiven him for that. Hangover culture was so... Toxic. It was, it was pervasive. Do you remember all those shirts that were like, it was like you had the baby, the baby on yeah, your shirt? I remember. With the fucking sunglasses. Yeah. I was there. I survived. God. I survived hangover culture. The fact that um, women and any marginalized community live through hangover culture and none of us are getting reparations? No, it's messed up. And Tanahisi. You've got the quotes. Write it. <laughs> Olympia. <laughs> Who are you selling? My, my version of the case for reparations is to be like, I lived through the hangover. Todd Phillips, give me a million. Oh, give me a cool mill. Give me a cool mill, Todd. Olivia, who are you selling? I am selling kind of in a similar like men are toxic way. Um, I'm selling what ever kind of remains of my Kanye West stock. No, damn. Um, he is once again doing the thing where he's like, I've got an album coming out and everyone is like, okay. And like shows up to a public place and they're like, cool. And then he doesn't release it. And like now he's only doing non-secular music. Yeah. And it's just like, I am tired of it. Like I don't love him starting a church I hate like, him starting a church. Yeah, because it's only gonna. It, there's no way that this doesn't end in some kind of prosperity gospel angle or like with like it just doesn't seem like there's any way that this can go well. Um, I'm a heathen now, and I'm not as connected to religion as I used to be. But I cannot tell you how like watching that video of Saint like singing at the church and it's like all these people and they're like dancing and singing along to this like Fred Hammond ripoff song it's like Hezekiah Walker true (laughs) ripoff and I just was like wow I really wish I was in church if only to hear the analogy that like the youth pastor would make (laughs) to this like the sort of like pun that he would be saying you know like like, Kanye said Jesus walks, but I know. <laughs> you know? I've seen Kanye, like, up close in, like, the last year. Um, and it's so obvious that it's like, oh, this is not, you are, you're, like, not a well yeah. person. Yeah. And so, to, and just to, like, witness the people around him, like, enable, enable him, him yeah. in a way mm-hmm. that is, like, so clearly, like, 
it's it's not like fun. It's not a fun energy to be around. And it's not, it doesn't seem creatively productive. Yeah. And it doesn't seem, and also there's like, like, it's not even a thing where you can be like, but the art is so good. Like mm-hmm. most people do when an artist is like, a right. little unwell. Yeah. It's like, no, he's unwell and the music isn't good. And right. like, why are you guys letting him act like this? It is really crazy to just be in the position where you see that there are like simply too many yes men. Yeah, it's crazy. And I was talking about this with a friend who was like in a situation where uh, sort of something like a, somebody who's in more power kind of like got away with something. And he was telling me, like, he was there and he did nothing. And he was so shocked by, like, his own ability to just, like... Just, like, let it... Kind of let it happen out of, like, anxiety and fear. Like, that's what happens when people are in power. You're just like, okay, well, yeah, sure, you know, we're just gonna happen. Like, you you okay it. Yeah. Um, And especially, you know, if somebody is, like, talented or was very talented or whatever and it has a lot of power in certain ways and it's like enigmatic like you're just gonna let them yeah do things and if it's like you know if it's like your boss or like if you're yeah like kanye's label guy right. he's like your cash cow yeah like you're not like it's just so disheartening to see so many people be like this is fine yeah it's like please help him yeah um anyway so i'm selling kanye this week because Sunday service bums me out. It really uh, bums me out. Like, I'm very curious to know, like, I grew up religious. Mm-hmm. And you didn't grow up religious. No, but, a, like, a religious adjacent. And so know. I'm curious what, like, like, if you grew up without any religion or a different religion, like, if it isn't as weird to you. Like, if you yeah. are, like, this is just as bad as, like, a Benny Heim church or, like, yeah. a T.D. Jakes church. To me... I don't know. I, I like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, this is, I just think so that, like, overtly, like, icky. It's so icky. And also, like, it, also, when you, like, look at who is in the crowds that at part. their shows, yeah. and it's like, Kanye is making this music that is, like, so gospel inspired, and that's his whole thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's clearly trying to like access this part of like the black church yeah and then the camera pans to like who's in the audience and it's like a lot of white people and mm. it's like i don't know yeah and i don't know that he has like yeah reckoned with that or if he's reckoned but with, a you lot know, of people anything. on the stage are black i know well. and that's also a part of it where it's like this performative sort of minstrelsy is like exhausting. Yeah. And I mean, but and if you're like saddening. A, and but imagine like you're a black artist and Kanye West is like yeah. is like come do this thing with me. Are you gonna be like fuck no? Like even if it's this weird crazy like church thing. Yeah. Like it's such a weird spot. Yeah. I don't know. It's tricky. It's tricky. Anyway. That's why it's so hard on us because we're both really good at the bass. <laughs> and he hasn't asked us to go on tour with him yet. So we are sort of speaking from a bitter place. Yeah, absolutely. We definitely both went and auditioned and he was like, this is great. I'd love to hear more. And we were like, that's so cool. You have our contact info. And then nothing. And then radio silence. And it was like, 
Like you could okay. you could have just said thank you. You could have just said thank you and let us leave the room. Like that's fine. Like don't don't, don't play with us like that. And we did, yes, do a joint audition. Yes, Olivia was playing her guitar, her bass guitar, and I was playing my fretless bass. And then we both played the bass solo from You Can Call Me Al. And weirdly, he was not into it. And it was like we harmonized it as well, which is very difficult. But Kanye hates Paul Simon, so that's kind of... That was our mistake. Uh, that was our mistake going yeah, in. It was, it was his mistake giving us any hope, like... You and know. we said, we can play something different. And he was like, no, play that. You know, the whole thing felt sadistic. It was all fucked up. It felt very sadistic. I wasn't a fan. Ugh. I wasn't a fan. But it was an honor to be in the room. Oh, of course, of course, of course. And we I will... Saw, I will we be, saw Kim. Yeah, we saw Kim. She looked great. And we will be going to Sunday service. <laughs> Reporting live. We're bringing this microphone to Sunday service and oh, kind oh, of doing shoot. a... Hmm. Oh, my God. What the... Do you hear that? The sound of an engine revving? Is that a... Is that a car? Is that a vehicle? Wait, that's a full vehicle. That's so crazy. Oh my god, an Oscar is in that car. It's driving the car. Oh my god, wait. It doesn't have arms or legs, but it is driving that car. And wait, I, I can see, I can see the plaque on the bottom of the Oscar because this car is see-through. And it says, vehicle for celebrity, Io and Olivia, you know what to do. Yeah, that's Baby. right. Foot on the pedal. Heavy metal. Vroom, vroom. Vroom, vroom is a segment where I and I allegedly take one minute to craft a, a vehicle. Vroom, vroom, do you get it for a celeb- for an actor who's never won an Oscar? But they should. But they should, and they're deserving. Um, so I am going to run my little finger along this list, and we are going to pick Natasha Leone. We're going to win an Oscar for Natasha Leone. This might be Chloe 70 all over again. I will say on the list, it says Natasha Leone, question mark. I will also say we wrote this list before we saw Ad Astra. (laughs) (laughs) We can't take a shot every time I and I bring up Ad Astra. I'm sorry, but... Should I pick someone else? She was not very good at Ad Astra. Should I pick the person next to Natasha Leone? Yes. It's one miss. Tandy Newton. Now, Tandy, we can win an Tandy, Oscar for. Tandy, we can win an Oscar for. Not to be rude to Natasha Leone. I know the spirit of the game is you try, but like. But damn. like, uh, we're tired, man. It's like, also, it's like. We spent 10 minutes doing John Goodman last week. We, we got to tap out sometime. Yeah, that's, that's uh, an hour. <laughs> that's an hour. Okay, ready? Yes. Go. I Contemporary. Think- Past. I think what period. Period? I think like British period. Okay. Because. Okay. What period? Okay. Like reckoning with like black people period? I, like, yeah, I was thinking like 19, like early 1900s or something when like immigrants were like first coming like Jamaican immigrants and like she's one of them or she's like the kid. She's definitely the kid. Of, two, of a. Yeah. She's like, she's like. Maybe, like, she's working that thing where it's, like, sometimes she's a passer. And, like... Okay. You think, maybe? Interesting, maybe. Even though that could just be the movie that Rebecca Hall's directing right now. No, but it's, not, It's like, um... Okay, here's my thought. She's got a mom that's played by a prestige British woman. Her okay. dad White is... White mom? Yes. Is that what we're doing? Her okay. dad is Ben Vereen. <laughs> <laughs> And he was into it. Let's and do it. Let's he party. He was a jazz singer. 
Okay. In the early 20s, he came to UK when he was on tour, knocked up her mom, went back to went America. Back, he's gone. Now, she's about to be engaged to a black immigrant, and she's half, or she's engaged, and they're about to get married, but she's like, should I marry him, or should I marry a, a white guy and have a happy life in the UK, and then... Dad she, comes back? Dad comes back, or she goes to America to like meet him and she's like i have to close this chapter before i get married to this black guy oh and then her and her dad have like a like a fun like new york yes. weekend yes. where it's like a kooky adventure but then there's a serious conversation because she realizes that her dad is actually like a villainous he's like a very like, sick man yeah. and and then he's also like my 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 fault is tandy too old for what we're pitching here her dad's dying <laughs> Okay, I think we maybe take out all the love and we're just like, uh, she has to go like reckon okay. with her. Because he's dying dad. and he's like, I want to see you. Yeah. And she's, and like, she's like, no, I don't know you. This yeah. sucks. I hate it. Yeah. Maybe she's got a white fiance. And he's like, you shouldn't see your black father. And she's like, well, now I'm gonna. And so oh, then she is goes. Her, her fiance racist? Or I don't just know, maybe, like, yeah. Okay. I kind of would. I think I think I think what we're working with with like a quiet British family yes. drama yes. is like cool. Yes. And she was and she was like raised by her white mom, yeah. you know, and she's like, "Well, I'm just going to go see him. It's the right thing to do." And then she like meets her like her black, black family. family for she the like first time. she goes to Harlem. She goes to Sylvia's. Right. She like does the whole yes. thing and she's like, "Oh, I feel like connected but also like confused." Is this already a movie? No, I don't think so. Okay, just making sure. Sometimes it's a pretty good movie. It's, pretty, it's not bad. Well, I'm like, shoot. I think she, I think she could get in like a week year. I think she could get an Oscar. Yeah. for this movie. Yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah, bingo, it's like bingo. Her and like Glenn Close again. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I don't want Glenn Close to be the mom. No, no, no. Glenn Close is a oh, week year. Yeah. <laughs> Glenn Close losing to Tandy Newton for this like quiet British family drama but like deeply bogged down race like obvious race drama this is Victoria and Abdul (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) well and with that satisfied Cy hope you guys had a fun Friday app hope you guys had a fun Friday honestly what'd you do maybe you're listening to this on Saturday oh yeah that's nice have a nice easy Have morning. Have a nice in. morning. Maybe you're cleaning your apartment and listening to us. Yeah, you're lounging on your couch. You made a coffee for yourself. You're reading The New Yorker and you're about to clean. Oh, nothing better. Mm. I love Saturday morning. Saturday morning's rock. Saturday morning, low key underrated. Saturday morning, over <laughs> under. Saturday morning. Under. Huge under. Me? Saturday morning over an afternoon. Okay, wait. No, I think Saturday afternoon, low key, the best part of the weekend. Ooh, okay, wait. Okay, rank. <laughs> okay, rank. Saturday morning. Okay. Saturday afternoon. Okay. Sunday morning. Okay, I have said many a time that uh-huh. Saturday afternoon is Sunday morning. It's Go like on. the same energy. Oh, Olivia. I'm just kind of like, <gasps> I can do, do anything. Like I can do anything. Like, oh, should I go to the farmer's market? Should I like go to the park? Should I have a little coffee and like sit and like prepare for the rest of the day? Because like Saturday night is so long and so it's basically like Sunday day. And, sa- and Sunday evening is so arduous. Yeah. Oh, Sunday evening sucks. Olivia, um, that's really very apt. Thank you. But if I had to rank them, yeah. it would be, um, oh gosh, Saturday afternoon number one, and then it's like what a Saturday night, Saturday morning. I'm gonna go with Saturday night because 
Uh, I'm addicted to socializing. And then Saturday morning. Because sometimes you're hungover. We're Saturday. Oh, Sunday morning. We're Sunday morning. That's oh my what I'm God. saying. Fuck. I fucked this whole thing up. I it's, know. Uh, okay, so it's Saturday afternoon, Sunday morning, Saturday night. Saturday morning. Whoa. Yeah. Okay, I think I'm going Saturday morning. Okay. Sunday morning. Ooh, you love a morning. Saturday afternoon. Saturday evening. Okay. Great. Let us know how you rank <laughs> these times. Don't forget to rate, <laughs> review, subscribe. Uh, Where are your times of day? <laughs> uh, please rank. Maybe one day we'll do the whole week. <laughs> when, Wednesday afternoon and then <laughs> Tuesday morning. Oh, my God. No, Tuesday morning is low on the rank. Though I will say Thursday evening, huge. Thursday evening. Okay. Thursday of course, evening Thursday also, evening is Friday. Yeah, but Tuesday evening low-key pops. Tuesday evening often has the energy of, like, a Saturday afternoon. Like, a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> Tuesday evening is Saturday, a Sunday like, afternoon. I love a Wednesday evening because yes. it's basically Thursday. It's Thursday. Wednesday evening is Thursday. Wednesday evening is Thursday yeah. and you can just go out. Yeah. Yeah. And Monday is, is like. Monday, Monday is, is like, Monday. Monday is Monday. But Tuesday also sometimes is Monday. But Tuesday is sometimes Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Will we cut this? I don't know. Uh, okay. if, so you're, if you want. The episode where we just rank days. We could release it. We'll do it, it. We'll we'll do do it, it. on like a Monday. Bro, we'll give you a Monday we'll special. We'll give you a special where we rank every part of the week. But here's what you gotta do. You gotta like. You gotta share. You gotta subscribe. Oh, yeah. If you want us to rank the days of the week, send in a screenshot of your five-star rating. Yeah. And, and if we get enough. Or we'll a screenshot it. of you telling a friend to listen. <laughs> Right. Tag us in your Instagram stories where you go up to a stranger and say, listen to iconography. And we'll rank the days of the week. The times of the times. The moments. The days of the week. Goodbye. Have a good Friday. Bye. <laughs> Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.